in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Okay, welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I'm sitting to the left of the unflappable, wow, Glenn Stansberry. That's right. Glenn, you're not very flappy. <laughs> you know? Flappy bird. In fl- uh, f- what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, apparently there's some game or something like that. There that was, are, I think, for about two minutes. I think it's coming back. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard, actually heard like some, it's amazing like how crazy that whole thing got. Like, yeah. I never even played the game and I know all about the saga, you know, and well, the Rolling Stone article about did you see that at all? The no. where they he, they're like fought for this interview for the wow, we're really getting off topic in like what? the first two seconds of yeah. the uh, they should just know what they're getting into when uh, they start. Well, anyway, but. yeah, Flappy Birds. So they the Rolling Stone they like, like went to where is he from Singapore or someplace like that? I thought it was like Vietnam or something. Maybe like that. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they they went over wow, really. <laughs> Really vague, but they went yeah. over to to Asia somewhere and yeah. interviewed the guy. He only let Rolling Stone interview him. And they did this interview, and basically he was talking about how like Flappy Birds was just too. It made his life like less simple. Yeah. It was just like too too much for him. He was getting all these like people on Twitter saying they they hated him. He could they couldn't put his game down, so they absolutely hated him. Yeah, and wow. like was getting emails from parents and like saying that they ruined their kids. <sighs> and, yeah. Which is uh, just a small sliver of what happened to us, right, Brian? Yeah, well, not even close to, like, that level, but, like, I mean... Remember that time we almost got in a bar fight with that chick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... We we hugged her down, though. We you did. Know? Yeah. We, we, yeah. We took her off the ledge of yeah. the bar. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> speaking of which, uh, Glenn I and... <laughs> Glenn and I are co-creators, co-founders, co-developers of a site yep. called gentleman.com, which um, is a it's a re, it's really a resource. Mm-hmm. It's a it's exhaustive resource of manly content. That's right. So it's it's kind of like Wikipedia for yeah. for the manly man or woman for that matter. Yeah, it's whoever likes manly content. Exactly. Um, so mm-hmm. check out gentleman.com mm-hmm. if you've never been there. Um, there's something wrong with you. Yep. See a doctor about that yes. and then go visit our site immediately after that. We'll get the prescription. Get the filled. prescription, fill it, then yep. come check out our site and click around a lot. Yep. Uh, check us out on, you know, the usual social networks. Yep. Twitter.com slash gentleman. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash mm-hmm. gentleman. Plurk. Plurk. <laughs> um, you know. Did you ever get a Plurk account? No. What the hell is Plurk? <laughs> Plurk. When, ah, oh, man, this another tangent, but when Twitter was like in its... Oh, no. Infancy, and everybody's like, oh, Twitter sucks. It's always down. This competitor sprung up, <laughs> and it was called Plurk. And so I snagged a Plurk. Uh, right? What the was the unfortunate name? Oh, my God. It was terrible. And they had, like, a fish for the mascot, or the logo, I mean, and, like, it had a, like, timeline view. It was weird. It was really bizarre. <laughs> what was the... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what was the, the K-Rose uh, Twitter clone thing? Uh, oh, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it. Now. It was around even like less than that. Wow. Oh, oh, uh, pounce, 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 yeah, pounce. Yeah, pounce. That was classic. Yep, um, pounce. 
Classic in a bad way. Yeah, not um, in a good way. Anyway, the point is, yep. hit us up on Pounce. Um, <laughs> or Plurk. Or Plurk. Or LinkedIn. Or LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. Yeah, visit our, please visit our LinkedIn account. Yeah. Endorse us. Connect with us <laughs> on LinkedIn. Endorse our skills. <laughs> Endorse our skills. We're just some coders. <laughs> We're just a couple of coders. Uh, okay. Uh, moving on. If you're still listening, uh, you're probably not. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we're gonna we're gonna get started with the podcast now. <laughs> and it's uh, we're gonna it's start. It's gonna with, be a doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. It, it already is. Um, we're gonna start where we always start with the drink of the week, Glenn. Yep. And this week, I I'm a big fan of this this pick. Um. Yes. This is a this is a uh, what, what what is there to say about this this well for starters fruit. they come from the noble state of Kansas mm, so that yes. is and even even closer to where Brian was born and raised that's right just a stone's throw away from the homestead right Brian in the majestic Flint Hills surrounded by the tall grass prairie that's right yes um, yes so we have the uh, Tall Grass Brewing Company's Pub Ale. That's right, uh, Tall Grass Brewing. Um, it's a company that's founded in. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manhattan, Kansas, in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, good story behind, it. and they've actually been pretty successful. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you never know when a local brewery sprouts up. You know, kind of if it'll take if you know because there's a lot of brewer, like craft brewers out there now. You know, man, they're exploding too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, started in 2006, and I was actually reading up a little bit about them, kind of their backstory before um, we started up. And uh, yeah, it was basically the the company started when um, uh, I think he, it said like it was a husband and wife team, mm-hmm. and the wife kind of just asked the husband like, "Well, you know, I've been thinking like, what do you want to do with the rest of your life?" And he mm-hmm. just immediately blurted out, "I want to start a brewery." <laughs> <laughs> but I want to start a brewery. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and then they just they set up on a course to start a brewery. Um, wow. Uh, but yeah, if you're on the East or West Coast, it's probably a little bit hard to find, but uh, I looked on the map, and mm-hmm. it's like every state in the Midwest, pretty much. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. if you're out there in the Midwest somewhere... Um, Does it go south like Texas? Or? I don't know if it goes a little bit of Texas. I know it was down in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Um, like, Texas is a tiny state, yeah, anyway. Just a little... Not really a big market. Oh, no Texas. No Texas. But, uh, what is that? Mississippi? Louisiana. Oh, is that Mississippi? Yes. Uh, okay. Arkansas. Oh yep. man, you're covered. So yeah, so some of the South and some of the Midwest. If you're in the Bible Belt, exactly, you, you're covered by Tallgrass. Exactly. So check out Tallgrass Brewing. Um, Tallgrassbeer.com is the site, um, and we are enjoying the fine, uh, the fine Pub Ale, pub which ale. was their first, uh, their first beer that they brewed. Mm-hmm. So uh, they also have a great stout called the Buffalo Sweat, which sounds a little disgusting. But uh, it actually tastes much better than it sounds. Yeah. And then, uh, what was the other one? Uh, the, the wheat beer. The wheat beer, okay. Uh, the wheat beer is very good. I highly recommend that one. Very appropriate from a, a brewery in Kansas somewhere. Yeah, right? definitely. But um, a nice, refreshing kind of spring-summer summer thing going on, the wheat beer. So mm-hmm. I, I will say the... Uh, <clears throat> I have had the pale ale, mm-hmm. and it was... Uh, now you're talking about the 8-bit. The 8-bit mm-hmm. the 8-bit pale ale, and it tasted a little bit kind of like... 2-bit? Um, yeah, it was 2-bit. It, <laughs> it was kind of like a, a wheat beer mixed with buffalo urine. So, hmm. um, I, w- I will... Yeah, that was not my favorite. Maybe um, the maybe the domain was taken or something. Right. Buffalo urine. <laughs> buffalo yeah. buffalo is. Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with 8-bit pale ales. Yeah. Well, you don't think so? I... I don't know if I've had that one. Okay, but steer clear. Uh, okay. Well, you heard it here first. 
Look, every brewery has hits and misses, Glenn. That's every right. one. You can't hit a, a thousand percent. And you know? and we're going to be brutally honest in our reviews here. That's right. right. Remember Soju? We're not only thing back. Oh, yeah, we were, we were rough on Soju. <laughs> and that's the number one drink in, America, in the world. Yeah. So, let me tell you why we were rough on Soju. Because Soju was rough, rough on, on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We paid dearly for that. That's exactly right. I still but, get to thank my brother. Yeah, we, and we, yeah, we have mm. no problems. We have no problems. Um, we're not pulling any punches nope. here. We're going to tell it exactly like it is. Right. We'll take on the number one drink in the world. That's right. No problem. Yes, exactly. We we, we have no fear when it comes to our our ale uh, and uh, well, yeah. I guess yeah. it wasn't an ale. That was more of yeah. just crazy it was in a, a bottle. Yeah, I don't know. What that was. Okay, but anyway, we moving on. Read the bottle. Yeah, we didn't know it was in the bottle. <clears throat> but 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 pub ale from Tallgrass. Pub is ale, fantastic. Wheat, Buffalo Sweat. Check them out if you get a chance. Cheers. Cheers, Glenn. <sighs> yeah. Mm hmm. Very good. Tasty. Mm hmm. Delicious, delicious ales. Okay, so moving on. Um, in the vein of alcohols. Um, <laughs> right, good segue. We're going to talk about some cool stuff that's been posted to gentleman.com in the last few weeks or so ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, most of these were, th- were within the last week. Okay, Mo- so yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting caught up then. Very, right. very re- fairly recent. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we're going to start with a. Um, a post from I don't know how you said Mick Mick Lalancet Mick Lancet MC Lancet Mick Lancet Mick Lancet It's a clan in in uh, Ireland. Uh, I should know this because yeah. as a McKinney, right? Usually, typically, I keep up on all the clans. Oh, seriously, you don't know the Mick Lalancet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, so. <clears throat> Anyway, moving on. Right. It's, it's a this this post is a it's a it's a custom, uh, quote unquote badass flask, right? For the McCall, how do you say McCallan McCallan. I'm terrible. I, I I don't even know how to say that. Well, you're you're not a Scotch man. Oh, apparently not. You're a bourbon yeah. man. It's I'm okay. a bourbon guy. Yeah, you know I'm I'm <clears throat> a bourbon guy. Anyway, the point is, this mm-hmm. is a flask. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically made by what is it Oakley? Oakley, yeah. Oakley partnered with McCallan to make this flask. That was, I think it's kind of one of those concept things. I don't think they're going to sell a lot of them, but basically, it's uh, it looks um, like a like a tactical flask. Yeah, it looks like, like you could grab a hold of it and like hit somebody in the face with it, <laughs> and like, then take a swig, and then take a swig, and then walk out of the bar. Right. So it's exactly what a flask should be. Yeah, exactly. Um, a weapon and a source of enjoyment. So this is like what some kind of black carbonized steel or something. I think so. With a grip on it. It looks like it's kind of a concept. Oh, there's a video. I didn't actually watch that video. Mm. For, um, Me neither. But uh, it looks it's, it looks like there's only uh, just a hundred flasks will be available, priced at six hundred pounds. Wow. Good grief. That's like twenty thousand American dollars. Six hundred pounds. Yeah. That, I'm not sure about your math, Brian. Well, it's fine. My mm-hmm. math's good, Glenn. Okay. Well, okay, just trust me. Suspend your disbelief. I w- <laughs> done. So anyway, uh, if you want a really fancy flask, you better hop quickly with all those other people who have too much money to spend. And don't yeah, to spend it on. That's a lot of money for for a flask. Do you get the you get the um, scotch with it? Is that, yeah, I think so. Flask. Yeah, it's like a it's like it a gift set. That. Um, That's um, that would be a good Christmas gift for me. Hint hint. <laughs> to my family. You got it, listening. buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, looks like I wasn't one of the lucky sold out. Oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're really, really into flasks and you're really into scotches and you're really into collectors' flasks, yeah, then this could be the, the thing think, for you. I think it said the hooch was pretty good too, right? It was some. Uh, 
Yeah, was, well, can't remember what it was, but uh, twenty-two year, twenty-two year. That's yep. pretty solid. Yeah, so, so I'm sure it's interesting. Mm. Is this? Yeah. Okay. Well, single cask, twenty-two year. Oh, okay. American Sherry Oak Scotch. American. American. That can't be right. Yeah. Scotch. I thought all Scotch, scotch. was. <laughs> Isn't there some kind of like by law all Scotch must be brewed it's, at some point? There in is some kind of something, like a like kind of like the be Bourbon County Bourbon. Yeah, exactly, thing. exactly. Yeah, it has to come from from. I think it's the water source, isn't it? Could be. Yeah. Well, well it looks like we've got to make a report yep. to the <clears throat> Scotch Police. Scotch Police. <laughs> um, let them know that somebody's breaking the law. All right. Okay. You heard it here first, people. We're, we're breaking yeah. the case. Breaking This just in. Yeah. <laughs> and now you can't buy that flask anywhere. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well. Okay. So you may have missed the boat on that. But. Oops. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, moving on. This is a post from... Oh, gosh. Why are they killing me with these names? Oif de Kachar. No. Oif Oif de Kar. Oif de Kar. Oif we don't know who you are, but we dig your name and we dig this post. Yeah, a great post. Uh, you want to... Yeah, because this is this is what... Um, when people ask us what's on Gentleman, this, yeah, this, this item is... is the first thing that typically comes to mind, with the exception of Ron Swanson. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second here. Brian spilt Technical some difficulties. pub ale on his laptop. I did nothing like that. It was fortunately it's a solid body. Yeah, no okay. problem. We're good. All right. Um, Reminds me. I'm moving on. Uh, so anyway, it's it's uh, a, a burger made from 100% bacon. So you have the bun. You have the actual burger itself. You have um, a bacon-wrapped onion ring. Ooh. A bacon-crusted egg. Wow. Uh, and then the... Actual bacon patty is made. I mean, the actual burger patty is made from ground bacon. So it's it's just disgusting. It um, is completely revolting. I mean, it. it <laughs> the first ingredient is bacon, and, and and it says at least five pounds. At least. <laughs> uh, see. <laughs> I didn't even uh, see that. Oh gosh. Five pounds. Now. If you actually pull this off, I mean, in the article, it's from Food Beast, and it actually goes into great detail on how to construct this monstrosity. Uh, like, there's, yeah, there's, wow. So, it looks like there's actually an onion in there and maybe an egg. So, it's not the this only is the thing. Onion. Oh, okay, they the, just wrap it in bacon. Yeah, I see. And the wraps. egg is probably just folded over with well, the. First of all, there's no way you could possibly eat Ooh. this thing because it's well, like hang on a, a foot and a half tall. It's oh, a foot okay. and a half tall. What the, what are you gonna do? Well, I guess you could just smush it down. I don't know. Is this is this bacon like holding up the egg? Is that what's going on here? I think that that's like a stand for the egg. Closer here. Yep, bacon strips yep. holding up the bacon crusted fried egg. This is uh, this is just terrible. Oh, hey, there's pepper ways. jack cheese in there. Is it made with? No, it's half pepper jack, half bacon. Okay, so. This is horrific in every way. Well, oh. <laughs> the, the bun is coated with bacon bits and pork rinds. So it's not just bacon. There's other There's parts of pork, pork rinds. So, um, but you actually, they do actually give you instructions on how to like make the bun. Yeah. Like literally bake the bun. Yep. Uh, I don't know. They're talking about the pat. I don't know, dude. This is just, this is. It's a bit, it's a bit much. 
Um, what even, I want to know is by gentleman's standards. What I want to know is who is who is conceiving these things. This is ridiculous. Um, wait, here we go. It's Peter Pham. Peter. Um, his, his name, part of his, his, there's ham in his name. So <laughs> I, I don't know. It's Paham. Is how you pronounce Pah-ham. it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Peter. It's Peter Paham. Right. Uh, it says he's a guy who enjoys comics, cartoons, and crappy movies. Favorite foods include pizza, Mexican, and pretty much anything else that has to do with breakfast. There you go. Um, yeah. Okay, buddy. Um, good Good try. Uh, this looks awful. I would never make anything like this. Well, he does make the point that at the end of the article, he says, no, drink plenty of water and have a 9 and a 1 pre-dialed on your phone while eating. <laughs> so, well, at least he combines it with a warning. Yeah. You know? A very slight at the end of the article after you've already made this. America, look, this is this is why we love you, and this is why you discuss at the same time. Exactly. Um, I, I applaud the. He's thinking outside the box here. Okay. Yeah. I will applaud that. I mm-hmm. applaud. I, I like bacon. Right. Yeah. I like bacon just as much as I probably eat. I eat a lot of bacon. I love bacon. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. When you start doing weird things with it, like making donuts out of it, and when you, you know, yeah. like, just leave it alone. What, what, what did it ever do to you? Like, yeah, you don't need to make a hundred percent bacon burger. But you know, I've heard of people like making a burger patty. In fact, I've heard of some like um, ah. possibly local restaurants even mm-hmm. that are really well known for their burgers. They mix right. in bacon into their burger patty. Um, it's not you don't know it, but yeah. it gives it a lot of flavor. You know, so I guess, or you could just put two strips on top of the patty and call it a day. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, just get it out front. You know, why? Why oh, hide your oh, bacon in the patty inside? Oh, that yeah. tastes so much different. Yeah, it's true. And just make yeah. it crispy and awesome. I am a fan of the egg on on burgers, though. Really? Oh, big time! Yeah, huge into it. Have yeah. you had uh, a the the uh, the barnyard at the? Um, no, no. I, well, it's just something, but it's it's, it's uh the, well. Where at? It's essentially. I don't think the place is in. It's in Kansas City somewhere. But oh, the, but it's basically uh, the the Elvis Burger, where like you have like, gosh, wouldn't the Elvis Burger? Oh, the like, Graceland, I think. Wouldn't it be like peanut butter and peanut butter, bananas, and an egg? So, I could, I could, try, I would try something like that. I, I had. Would, oh no, no. You know what? Never mind. There was no egg on that one. It was just peanut butter, say, bananas, that, and it was a, good. It was good. Uh, I was going to say, what? Why would they put a an egg on the grace number? They okay. wouldn't. But they, there are local places here that put eggs on. Big, yeah, I I like it too. Well, uh, in Australia, that's their. You can go to McDonald's and you get the Aussie burger, and it's like an oh. egg. I think it's got an egg and beets on it, and, and something else. <laughs> that's just their. That's their thing. Yeah. You know, when I think of an egg, I think of beets. <laughs> yeah, they're just like. No, I don't know what. That, but that that is an Aussie carrots. burger. It's like it's got. It's got beets and huh. and and an egg and carefully know. ground in yeah, the meat. Some, some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's just like a slice of beet. But huh. okay, so there's that. If you want a heart attack mm-hmm. and to go blind yeah. and forget your name, make this. Don't uh, say we didn't warn burger. you. Yeah, follow all warnings. Whew. Do not try this at home. Okay, another thing to not try at home um, <laughs> is this post by um, Ink Goes Wild. Ink Goes Wild. Good I, poster on Gentleman. Like I, this guy. I tell you what, Ink Goes Wild goes wild. He does go on wild. On Gentleman. He, and that's a good thing. He's like, He does the whole topical, um, you know, newsworthy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really good. We, yeah. Thank you, Ink Goes Wild. You're, yep. you're a great member. Great Gentleman user. 
Love your stuff. Yes. Um, so this uh, this is a BBC article, and the question, you know, I have to, I had to, I had to uh, reread this title of this article because it, it says, okay, the, the title of it is is Ed Human right. Europe's most virile man? Yeah. And I thought it's, I thought it was like a BBC news article about this is the most viral guy yeah like he he creates the most viral content on the right. web and then i was like oh no that's virile yeah uh, as in um <clears throat> as in as in uh, uh what's another uh baby factory uh potent potent yes uh, yeah that's much better than baby factory he, he he's uh, a farmer who spreads his seed yeah <laughs> In some ways, yeah. So the the article is quite interesting. Basically, about Ed Hoven, who Hoven, uh, he's a uh, what did they say? Yeah, he's a he's a <laughs> he's a he, Dutchman. He's a Dutchman that that cares about uh, helping people. So apparently, <laughs> so apparently, it's illegal in uh, maybe in, in the Netherlands, right? In other European countries, in Canada, where they don't allow ad- anonymous sperm donation. Right, um, and before that, I think before it was law, he was uh, uh, a regular, apparently a regular, a charitable sperm donor, mm-hmm. uh, and he helped lesbian couples, single women, heterosexual couples, blah blah, who had yep. problems. Um, and then, so he started in two thousand two, and then once they made it illegal, then he started offering it his services for free mm-hmm. on the internet, though uh, to kind of. Uh, so instead of having to, a sperm bank to facilitate this... Right. He does it the old-fashioned way. He does it the old-fashioned way. There's less... Uh, can't say moving parts. There's uh, less uh, uh, chance... It, he says that basically that's the most effective way right. to make things happen. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, his day job is a tour guide. Really? That's his day job. But he just does this on wow. the side. That seems for, really... For... Uh, hey, this is just, you guys new to the area? Look. You having trouble having kids? Why don't you come on over to my house? Look, <laughs> this is, you know, okay, so basically this guy, all right, he he offers, offers his services for free. Right. People he, look for him. He Yeah, people look for him. And you know, uh, there's two ways to look at this. Are you a glasses half empty guy? Are you glasses half full guy? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry for the visualization on that one. Well... <laughs> I don't... Where I'm going with this? Yeah. Where I, wait, let me, get this, let me get this back on I'm track. I'm just this train back on the tracks here. So, where I'm going with that is that he's helping people. He really is. And he mentions that, um, like, he, he... Oh, gosh, what does he say? He said, um, uh, you know, he, he, he meets with people... I'm going to paraphrase here because I can't find it exactly. He said, um, you know, he, he like, when he talks to a couple... And they've been they've been trying to have kids for you know three years, and they've yeah. spent their entire life savings yep. trying to like go to different doctors and take different fertility, medicines and like yep. fertility and all the stuff to make these things happen. They really just want to have a kid, and you know he he is actually helping them achieve that, and it and it doesn't cost them a dime. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, well, so <laughs> I mean, so there, there there are well yeah whatever yeah I, yeah I, I think I think you know at the at the heart of things, he is helping people out. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely is helping people out, um, and himself. Yeah, and and you know he, <clears throat> and I, I mean aside from the, <laughs> aside from the immediate gratification that he receives, mm-hmm. 
There, I mean, I, it sounds like he is a he's a guy who really cares for the kids that he's created. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: this is the part where it gets a little weird. So you're thinking, oh, well, he's probably helped you know maybe fifteen, twenty people. He has ninety eight children. <laughs> he ha- n- n- not like he has ninety eight children. Wow. He's like he is Mister Fertility. This guy yeah. is oh man, it's incredible, man. I mean, you know, yeah. I, well, this quote right here it says, "What motivates him?" He says. <laughs> is the beautiful hope of creating a new life that will be loved and looked after. Um, you know, so that's 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 a nice yeah, a nice thing. Um, that, get, uh, I was going to say that is nice, but then you contrast that to the other part of the article where he talks about how he has a list on his computer of his offspring mm-hmm. and their names and everything so that if by chance one of his children in the future starts dating somebody... <sighs> And they don't know who the father is. They can check this list to make sure that there's no inbreeding or anything going oh, on. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> when you got 98 little U's running around everywhere, well, yeah, and the the children of those, right, in the same area. I mean, what, the Netherlands or something like that, right? Like, so it's not like yeah. it's, yeah, you know, uh, right. So there's that down potential. I mean, we're we're hopefully yeah. they all move out of the Netherlands, right? Mm. So okay, well, you know, I. Uh, yeah, it's just—it's not that I don't know. It's just a weird. It's a gray area. It's just a weird thing for me. On one hand, I appreciate the fact yeah. that he's helping people out. Yeah, and sounds like a good guy. Yeah. On the other hand, it just sounds weird. It does sound weird. I mean, um, ninety-eight kids, ninety-eight children. Well, and do they sign anything? Do they say you know? Well, I was just thinking, like, paternity what, test. Right? What do uh, what do you tell the kids when? They come asking, like, you know, who was my real dad? Yeah. Like, he probably gets, like, you know, three kids a year that come by, like, so, you're my real dad, huh? <laughs> when they're, like, 16. Come have a seat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, He's got a script that he yeah, pulls out, like, like yeah. Hello, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Mr. Hoban. <laughs> yes, I am your dad. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen Star Wars? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well... There you go. Okay, Mr. Hoban. Um, but yeah, the internet found this guy. Keep on doing your thing. It's helping people. Yeah, it's all right. I guess. It's A-OK by me. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Uh, this is actually awesome. Uh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was posted by our good friend Zamoose. Um, everybody knows who Zamoose is because he's world famous for yep. posting great stuff on Gentleman.com. Mm-hmm. Um read about him on wikipedia um so this is a uh a hunt cabin um built out of a, an old silo yeah um and it's and it's uh it's basically these guys these brothers are are from kansas city which is just a stone's throw away from brian and i mm-hmm. and, and uh when they were younger they um i guess they have ancestral farmland in missouri it's kind of like a bunch of broken down buildings and stuff like that. And they wanted to build a hunting cabin, but they didn't want to start from scratch. So they took one of the silos, started patching it up, and uh, yeah, yeah, it 
pretty cool. It's awesome. Um, you know, they built in air conditioning, heating, um, put some windows in there. It's got a spiral staircase that they built out of old timber, it looks like, that goes up or, up into a, a little loft area. Um, but, yeah, in addition to just being kind of awesome, they, they did it for very good reasons. It said that they just kept having to drive back and forth, and they needed a place to kind of have a home base. Yeah. Um, and instead of trying to, like, rebuild something, they already had this silo there that wasn't being used, so they just, you know, kind of put everything together and, and built a cool little area in there. Um, I think it's awesome that if you just look on the outside of it, unless like they have some windows that they put in on one side, mm-hmm. but if you're on the other side of that silo, you would have no idea that on the inside it was just, yeah, it had been converted into this cool little, yeah, little lodge type thing, which makes you wonder, I mean, with some ingenuity and a little bit of know-how, like how you can kind of transform some, some stuff. But well, the other part of this article that's really cool is that they talk about how, um, they worked with, a, I guess, a group called Quail Forever. Um, hmm. It's like a, a group of biologists um, uh, to improve the property's habitat. It says, uh, planting native grasses and a variety of wildflowers, which attracts bugs that quail chicks subside on for the first few weeks of their lives. So they're kind of improving the um, area there for hunters, um, for quail hunters. And it says that, like, as many dra- generations as far back as they know that um, they've had you know, people hunting quail there. So hmm, interesting. Um, so yeah, they're trying to preserve that for the next generation and they're, um, you know, got a cool, um, house on their property to stay at when they have, uh, people hunting there. So very cool. Brian, you've got a, you've got a detached garage. I do have a, de- yes. And it's, it's not doing anything right now. No, it's just sitting there. So what do you say? We, uh, build some, knock out a wall. Yeah. It'd be a small lodge. <laughs> that would be a small lodge. Yeah. Maybe be. we can record gentleman uh, podcasts, podcasts out there, there yeah. and then have stogies at the yeah, same time. Yeah, exactly. Oh. The stogie room. Yeah. Man, that would make the microphone smell good. Yeah. Yeah, that's Ooh. a good idea. Okay. okay. So yeah. we're going to... We'll, we'll check back on that next podcast. Yep. See where the progress is on that. Did you see my neighbors are building a shed back behind their house? No. They haven't worked on it all, all winter. They rent. They rent their house. Whoops. They're building a shed out there. I What's the shed for? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing out there. Huh. It's weird. Ah, neighbors. I know. I know. Anyway. <laughs> so, okay. So, if you got a silo, build a house out of it. Yeah. No problem. Um. So, this, uh, this next one, this was kind of an interesting post, and we kind of went back and forth on whether we were going to talk about it, but I thought we should probably should. Yes. Um, because this is the kind of lunacy that happens on the internet. Um <laughs> This was posted by our buddy Matt Lockhart, um, who's been posting a ton of great stuff lately. He um, has. Matt's a very he's a very controversial figure on a site. Yeah, we love him. He's he mm. uh, he's he's very well spoken. Yeah, um, lots of great stuff. Tons of great stuff. Yep. Your chant, Matt. Keep it up. Keep it up. Um, this this article is Google Earth finds a woman trapped <laughs> on a deserted island for seven seven years. So this woman was trapped. Due to an unfortunate set of circumstances, finds herself alone on a desert island, Glenn. Yes, yes. She was trapped. This is a horrible... I mean, this is awful. You know, yep, like... I'm, I, it's just a terrible situation. Um, but th- fortunately for her, um, Google Earth happened to be there. Yes. And actually caught a picture of her beachfront SOS yep. um, into the beach on the picture. And somebody found it, sent a rescue party. The rest is history. She's back. She's she's fine now. That's great. So after seven yeah. years, really impressive. Wow. It's like a it's like a um, uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway. Pretty much. I mean, it, it mirrors that almost exactly. Wilson. I'm sorry. 
sorry, Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Wilson! But this one, this is a true story that actually had a happy ending. What? But wait. Oh, Brian, but you're not. Are you. Wait. What do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought there was more to this story. Oh, there is. Oh, okay. Uh, my favorite part of. Uh, my favorite part of this article, uh, just to let the cat out of the bag, spoiler alert, that is a fake story. It's a hoax. It's a hoax, people. Um. Uh, my favorite part of this is where... Okay, this is the part where I was reading it that I was like, this is not true. This is the story of the lady, and she's talking about the different things that you would encounter when you're on this desert island, okay? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not desert island, deserted island by yourself. And she starts to say the physical side of it was tough, but ultimately fine. I did a series of exercises on the beach every day. What? Press-ups. <laughs> no, no, no. Press-ups. Chin-ups on a tree branch. <laughs> Squats with boulders on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and shuttle runs of about 300 meters. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. And I had to scound for, uh, scound yeah. for shelter and food. Because when you're starving, you want to be doing <laughs> shuttle runs of about 300 meters. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> so I read that and I immediately... that That's what tipped me off. That it's probably not a real story. <laughs> but it was interesting because there was a bunch of comments that followed the article that were kind of... Yeah, the gentleman, gentleman, uh, the gentleman community strikes again. With strikes again in the comments, they say, "Whoops, this isn't working for me." Yep, and then get to the bottom of it, and actually, we, that's where we arrive at the article. It is now um, string of comments after the article. Um, first, the link's not working. Let me Google it. Yep. Oh, I Googled it, and it's really a fake article. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody's like, "Oh, great! I figured out that it's fake, and I read the article at the same time." Yeah, so, so two and one. It's uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I and I did. I looked at the Snopes on this, and yep. it was basically like they figured out that it's fake because the photo was actually taken from a photo that was like a different news story. So they just they, Google image search it. Basically, yeah. yeah, it was a story from some war torn country, and somebody I think somebody had actually written that, you know, as a serious thing, you know, yeah. as a terrible, awful thing. But they had actually used this, and the site that actually published this is known for. Specifically, and I'm not even going to mention the name of the site because I don't want to help promote their site, but they basically just make up fake news news articles to try to get people to share them so that they can, um, you know, piggyback on that and make their site, um, you know, more popular. Yeah, and the, the, the site that you're talking about is only like two months old. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah, insane. Yeah, people are, yeah, ridiculous. Mm. The, yeah, they show the. Uh, the the image of the or the or the actual image with the SOS on it. it's like in an industrial area yeah not really a beach no. in any way shape or form no so anyway this is really sad yeah um so anyway the the moral of the story is don't believe everything you've read on the internet yeah. I hate to break that to everybody out there because I know people <laughs> automatically believe everything they see on the internet unless it's on gentlemen yes then, then we will take will, it to the bank yeah we will debunk it <laughs> right we will check the comments make sure. If That's you're right. wondering about anything, just check the comments. That's right. We'll, we'll step in there and we'll say, this is verified, true, gentlemen. That's right. We put our stamp on it. It's on our site. Yeah, it's real. Man. Except for this story, Except, which is fake. Right. But we figured it out. Yeah. I mean, I say we. They we. figured it out. By we as in the community. A collective we. Collective Yeah. The royal we. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Mr. Hobogan again? <sighs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I forget. Um... <laughs> 
Okay, so that was some interesting posts to gentlemen um, in the last week or so. Mostly mm-hmm. in the last week. Mostly in the last week. 90 yep. per- guaranteed 90% in yep. the last week. 90% of the time. 90%. It works 100% of the time. That's right. Um, so, uh, moving on. Um, we have the... Oh, this is the uh, gentleman toast of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is... Yeah, we've just been having all this fun. Yeah, and, and the post-mortem to- bringing toast. Them or... down. Next week, I'm going to do somebody that hasn't... I'm going to tr- toast somebody okay. that, that okay. hasn't passed away recently. Good. But this is the second week in a row where we're actually posting... Or, uh, we're actually toasting somebody that um, has unfortunately passed away. Right. Um, and this person is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Um, fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know what all you can say about this guy. Academy know? Award winning. Yeah. Best actor. Um, you know, really, really, really well known and amazing character actor. Mm-hmm. He never seemed to be like you know he he did star in films like Capote and stuff like that, but he was always kind of the other guy in the film. Yeah. Um, but really just was incredibly talented. Just really, really, um, you know, amazing actor. Worked in the theater as well as the um, as film. Um, you know, some films that he's done. Big Lebowski. Yep. Uh, he, he was the assassin, right? I don't know if he... The assassin. He was the, he was the assistant to, <laughs> to the... Not... Not assassin. Assistant. That's what I meant. Yeah. The assassin. <laughs> Wait, is there even an assassin in there? <laughs> there is Marmot an assassin. Yeah, the nihilists. Yeah. The nihilists are assassins. So not an assassin. He wasn't an... Oh, he was... He, yes, he was He was Mr. the assistant. Mr. Yeah. What's Mr. Lebowski's. Yes, the other Lebowski. Yeah, the other yeah. Lebowski's assistant. Okay, now that we've got that straight. Right. He was the in terror. He was like in charge yeah. of... Yeah, making sure terror. Okay, okay. but uh. really, really good. Assassin. <laughs> the assassin, sort of. Um, okay, he, I mean, he was in Big Lebowski, which I think a few people have heard mm-hmm. that movie. Probably, you know, yep. so a few people out there. Um, Magnolia. It's a movie, actually, I went back and watched. Um, this is still Magnolia. No. No. Oh. This is Magnolia. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, this is a movie I actually had seen about 10 years ago, and I went back and watched it about a year ago. Yeah. Um, and you know how some of the movies from, like, the 90s and stuff like that just don't and they don't hold up and stuff like that yeah. you go back I've seen a lot of those that I like watch now and I'm like what was I thinking when I thought that was great 10 cable years ago guy. yeah hey why I'm <laughs> cable guy that's that's awesome I think you need to borrow that again um, okay but seriously though I watched Magnolia about a year ago and it was great yeah. I mean I was I loved it it was a, it was a really good film and it's 15 and some years old, that uh, almost twenty years old, sure. probably. You know, um, so wait, actually, no, it's about fifteen, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know, probably late nineties. So about fifteen about years 15. old. About fifteen. Anyway, great film. Really loved it. He was great in that as well. Um, almost famous. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a forgettable movie, but his what? his role as Lester Bangs in yeah. that. If you ever yeah. see the real Lester Bangs, like it, spot on. It's great. I mean, he did an incredible job of kind of nailing that character. Hmm. Uh, and my favorite, our favorite, right. maybe I don't know, uh, a little movie called Twister. That's right, Dusty and Twister. <sighs> Did, now, I personally, so in 1996, I watched the Academy Awards, thinking, not Dusty. thinking, knowing that Dusty, best was supporting win, actor, or maybe even best actor. Yeah, right. He stole the show. Yeah, just give it to him. Right. I know Bill Paxton and Helen say. Hunt were the. Bill Paxton was pretty good. I'm using air quotes here. Leads. Wow. But Dusty, it's it's tough to overcome the extreme. The suck zone. It's the point, basically, at which the twister sucks you up. 
His dialogue with Aunt Meg. Uh, yeah, that's true. Know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the heartfelt sequence where, yeah. you know, he's screaming after Meg. Yeah. You know? he, they hug. Yeah. yeah. It's Anyway. Yeah. We're getting off on a tangent here. By the way, we should probably fire that up sometime soon here because it's starting Twister. to get warmer Spring. in springtime. Yeah. We have Twisters in Kansas. We do have Twisters in Kansas. It's a way of life for us. It's a frightening, awful scenario that yeah. unfortunately You is, have a basement. I do have a basement. Well, Though, I have a which space. is scarier, being in a tornado or being in your crawl space? I would rather take be it. in my crawl space for sure. Really? Crawl space? Oh, yeah. I'd take anything over being out in the middle of nowhere. Um, so <laughs> the point is we've gotten completely off topic, but... Um, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman is an, he's an incredible actor. I've got this really great quote, too, that is pulled up that somebody's talking about him. Uh, it's actually from uh, Rolling Stone um, after he passed away. And he said, no modern actor was better at making you feel sympathy for idiots, failures, degenerates, sad sacks, um, and hand dogs. I don't know what that means. Um, dealt a bum hand by life, even as, no, especially when he played them with all of, your, all of their worst qualities front and center. So just talking about how like you know you you still have a lovable character right even though he's he's putting all their worst qualities out of there which I think really kind of encap- encapsulates him really well yeah I read something like all these articles came out about him after he died mm-hmm. I read something similar that said that his the fact that he took on all those tortured role like tortured characters right mm-hmm. they were they were tormented inside and he was always the guy that like kind of the same thing he made you he made you love them even though yeah. they were so tortured and. Which was basically him, yeah. In a nutshell, right? He was tortured. He was he yeah. suffered from drug addiction from right. his teens, and yeah. he he knew what it was like to have this internal, soul. yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, team. incredible talent. Really, really, really sad to yeah. see that happen. Um, you know. Gosh, just all the accounts of the people who had seen him, like leading up to that, yeah. like the weeks before where he kind yeah, of just a real fallen off the wagon. Yeah, and then I mean the, the kids and his family and stuff like that. And oh, he had kids. Yeah, so it's you know awful tragedy all around, um, you know. But great talent. It's good to kind of celebrate somebody that you know isn't around anymore. And yeah, uh, in all seriousness, I do. I, I really do like all, all. Like I was trying to go through. I was looking through my movie collection to figure out how many Philip Seymour Hoffman movies yeah. I have, and I have like twelve of them. Wow, or something just like you know, it's ridiculous. Like I, I didn't even realize. And I was going through, and I was like, I've got you know Capote, and I've got Twister, and you know, all just a ton of them. Like you have the Big Lebowski. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I I, I added them Probably. all up at one point, and I've got like ten of them <laughs> wow. or something. So wow. Just this movies like State and Maine, which is really um not not a very well known movie at all, yeah. but he happens to be in there. Huh. You know, so he's one of these guys that just kind of he's in these movies, and you don't even um you don't even hmm. realize it. You know. Or, yeah. You know whatever. So um anyway, moving on. Sad note. Um. Clearly, wish his family the best and awful tragedy. But great actor, gonna miss him for sure. To um, Philip, to Philip, yeah, definitely. Well, cheers. There we go. Okay. Um. So moving on Ooh. from that. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that. All right. All right so we're gonna have to next time. We'll, we'll do. We'll do. Let's we'll build go a different it up. direction. All right. Yeah. Let's build it up. So yeah. how can how can we come down from that low point, Brian? I'm not saying it was low in like. Yeah. It was bad to do that. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah. depressing low. It is. It is. Oh, I see how you counteract that. Yeah. With there it is. Yeah. Okay. Another just a little, just a little of a, a little more of a drink I call the pub ale. <laughs> a very smooth and refreshing drink from the Tallgrass Brewery. 
We are not getting paid to endorse them. We are not getting paid to endorse them. No, really. But we would. We, we would, would like it. to be. Yeah. We'll even endorse your 8-bit <laughs> oh. pale ale. Yeah, I'll drink it if I have to. I mean... <sighs> That's what we should do. Okay, instead of trying to get endorsements, we should have people pay us to take back the awful things that we've said <laughs> about the products. Hey, guys, you remember when I said I didn't like <laughs> 8-bit ale? Yeah. Well... I tried it again, and I liked it a lot. It's great. Here, let me crack open some right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's an idea. Okay, that's so, a, that's a... I like it, Brian. I like I'll it. email Tallgrass and yeah. tell them we ripped their 8-bit ale a new one. Yeah. But we'd be glad to retract it, pending the yeah. clearance of their check. How many... Yeah, how many... I mean, how how important are five essential people listening to this... You know, knowing that hey, one of their products is just maybe those those Buffalo Whiz. Maybe those five people who listen to this podcast Ooh. tell five other people. That's true. That their eight bit isn't very good. It's kind of like gentlemen. Now we're talking about twenty five people. Twenty five people. So twenty five people know. Twenty five people not buying eight bit. That's a lot of people. I don't know. I think they can get away with it. Seriously though, the five people who listen to this probably don't know five other people. <laughs> Yeah. This is the sad truth that we... Well, I don't know five other people. So I only know uh, Glenn. Yeah. That's it. No one else will hang out with me. Well, I mean, you have a nice place. Yeah. Detached garage. Yeah. Perfect for... Building a <laughs> building a shed to smoke in. You should, you should build a silo out of the garage. Build a silo in my backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you have grain back there? <laughs> nope. Nope. I uh, just, I uh, hunt cigars back there. Just cigars. <laughs> cigars. Oh, that'd be good though because the smoke. Yeah, just you can have up. an exhaust fan. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So let's get into this 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 hot the, the gentleman hot button mm. hot button topic of the week. This is uh this is where we just like we have a current event that's on our minds yep. that we want to we want to just talk to you guys about. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, technical difficulties here. Are we spilling just more? A little more ale. No, it's, it's <laughs> don't, um, don't stand up and like kill yourself. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, moving on. Okay, so the hot button topic of the week. Yep. Is clearly the most. The, this is the thing that's on everybody's mind this week after this riveting video came out from Google about their Android Wear platform. <laughs> We're talking about wearable computing. Wearable computing. Is it good, bad, or retarded? <laughs> <laughs> Only one of those options is positive, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Stacking the deck a little bit. Yeah, okay. So, the video in question Brian's talking about, mm-hmm. um, when I first saw it... I'm piping some music in right now. Yeah, when I, <laughs> when I first saw it, it, was, uh, it starts off kind of interesting, and then as it goes along, it basically puts people in the most ridiculous scenarios imaginable, yeah. but somehow their smartwatch... Helps right. them get through. So, for example, there's uh, these two uh, young females, you know, waiting in the line at DMV. I don't even think they know each other. No, I think they do. I think that's the thing. Oh, difference. okay. Well, anyway, okay. they uh, that doesn't make it less weird. No, it doesn't. But by the end of the by the end of the or maybe halfway through the the video, they're they're now they have like music going on from their from their, their watches, <laughs> and they're like doing some really awkward dancing it's very in, awkward. in the DMV. Which, yeah. if you ever been to DMV, the only thing that happens there is, I don't know, people. It, yeah, it, 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 people nobody wants straight to ahead. Dance. No one looks at you. no. Yeah, every time I'm there, somebody like there there are lines out the door, and people are not happy about it. So I can just smell 
the ad person going to yeah. Google and pitching this and saying, okay, picture this. We're at the DMV. What happens to the DMV? Nothing ever until yeah. the, the Google Watch is there. Right. Then dancing starts right. happening out of nowhere. You know what doesn't happen at the DMV? Dancing. <laughs> exactly. But it will with this watch. Exactly. So, but yeah, so there's that. There's the... Uh, uh, the guy the, on the train. The guy on the train, it's like, Google, I'll be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, like... I'm texting you right now by talking into my watch. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Google, yeah. send this message. So and the, uh, you know, check the sports score. Yeah, what's the score of the Syracuse game, Google? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then the uh, the jellyfish warning, the surfers. Yeah, guys, I just got a jellyfish warning from my Google Watch. Better go to the other beach. Better go to the other side of the beach. All right. Yeah. Thank God for your Google Watch. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Or the people running away screaming because there's jellyfish in the beach. Yeah, you know, they should have well, shown that part of it. Yeah, well, they didn't have Google watches, so whoops. Um, <laughs> well, but yeah. So anyway, Brian, we're, is, not, we're not being very diplomatic. About we're this. not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Okay. I'm sure there's a lot of really good. Let's stuff. review this objectively. <laughs> Let's say that wearable technology. Okay. Well, before we get into that, okay. There's also Google Glass. Google Glass. Okay. Yes. This is even better. Uh, yeah. It, it might be. Um, I I know people who have. Oh, you know people have had it. Yeah. I've never tried it. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm talking a lot of crap for somebody that's never well, actually tried it. Yeah, I think, but I think the problem is, is that I was talking with Brian about this before we started this, the show. Is that the show? This recording? Uh, that it's a uh, show? It's a show. All right. The, Even if there's only three people listening, it's a show. But we don't have a laugh track, so it doesn't feel like well, it. We can. Yeah. <laughs> You're in so many laughs yeah, now. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay, so. I was talking about this with Brian and that I was trying to think of an equivalent um, to like okay so this is an example of when tech comes out right yeah. and we think it's going to be amazing right and really it's just the only people who think it are amazing are dorks yeah. right mm-hmm. and, and, and admittedly when it comes to technology stuff Brian and I are kind of dorks in that matter you know we're early adopters and things like that okay you know? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay so I was going to say there's a difference between being a dork and a geek Right, sort of. You know? Right, you, 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 exactly. Geek, very geeky, yep. right? Right. All right, so we, we're going to fall on that end of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with uh, so my, sorry, my long-winded here, but my uh, my parallel was Twitter when it first came out. Okay. Everyone said, you know, who in the world would use this? Why is it actually useful? Yeah, and the only people using it are dorks talking about what they ate and what their cats are doing. <laughs> Which yeah. was, there was some truth to that. Actually, there's a lot of truth to that. But then people, you know, started using it for other things, became a, you know, a, it's huge. I mean, we were yeah. just discussing during the March Madness how, you know, everybody has a hashtag for something. Yeah. And, Every, like, you Buick commercial, hashtag. Yep. Yep. Facebook. Or, yeah. Well, no, not Facebook, but. You uh, see, even on the sidelines of the games, you see, yeah. like, follow this on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, whatever, you know. Right. So. So uh, so it, so there's a possibility that yeah it could look really geeky right. but then someday be really cool. But the thing is is that Twitter changed quite a bit. Yeah, a lot true. of things had to happen before Twitter yeah. became mainstream. Right. And anyway, that's my take is that yep. it may be a cool thing if they figure out how to wield it. Yeah. But as of right now, I think the the main thing for me was like I watched that commercial and I was just laughing. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was hilarious. I mean, it was yeah. I, you could tell that it was like a a really nerdy company 
and some marketing people coming to them with this concept and they're like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what we need. Yeah. So explain it to people. This will let them understand that this is really, really cool, you know? Yeah. But then when you watch it, it's so geeky. You know, it's so nerdy. Like these mm-hmm. girls dancing and it's like really awkward and the guy on his train like talking to his phone. good dancing. That's my thing. People would say that I'm being like a Luddite here and saying like, yeah, you know, in the future, everybody will be talking to their watch, you know? Yeah. Everybody will be talking to their, yeah. their glasses. And that could happen. And that sure. may well be... Um, but for right now, it looks really stupid. Right. And uh, if I don't know, if a guy was riding on his bus and talking to his phone, um, I don't know. I, I would. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I'd react to that. I think that's pretty lame. But well, and the fact that you're like you know sending a personal message to somebody by saying it. Yeah, it's like why don't ta- you just yeah. call them? But like, I mean, and to an extent, this technology already exists. I mean, we have Siri, oh, yeah. um, whatever the Android equivalent Google is. Google now or yeah. Google. Google something. something. I don't yeah. know. The other thing that I my my thing about this was too is like I think I immediately like posted something on Twitter about like does Google just start like coming out with technologies now that Apple's just been rumored to be like looking yeah. into? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they see like Apple like looking into maybe doing wearable tech and then they're like, Oh, mm-hmm. we should do this right now, let's do it. Yep. And then they like get it out the door. You know? I don't know. <sighs> it's not a bad uh Anyway, not a bad strategy. But um I will say also on the plus side of this, and I, let me let me turn this around positively, okay? Pebble smartwatch, yeah. I think, looks really cool. Yeah, um, you know, th- it's not a Google thing, it's not an Apple thing, it's a third-party Kickstarter thing. Android, it's Android. Yeah, do I they, think so. They do both. They do Android and iPhone. Uh, I thought the I thought the operating system was was Pebble smartwatch is is iPhone compatible. Really? Yeah. Okay, maybe it's just its own. Thing. I think it's both. Okay, yeah. so. I'm not sure. I'd have to check on that. I don't yeah. know very much about it. I don't own one. Maybe you can We're pick not, which operating system you want I don't or know. something like that. I'm not exactly sure, but um, I think you probably just install an app, and then it talks to it. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, anyway, um, point is, I think from everything that I've seen about the Pebble, which apparently isn't a whole lot because I don't know very much about it, but um, everything that I've seen about that, I never once looked at their marketing stuff and thought, oh, that's lame. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, that's pretty pretty smart, really really well done, you know, so... Yeah. I've actually even looked into possibly getting one, but I didn't. I didn't get that far down the road. So, I think the thing is just projecting. It's it, something that's not. You know, like yeah. And man, have you seen Google Glass? It looks so dorky. Like it looks so. <laughs> you look. Dorky. They look like, um, um, like when you go to shooting range, like the protective eye. Yeah. Like it's not like I read something. Well, I just happened to glance through some news today, and they're saying that like Ray Ban and somebody else signed up to like work uh, with Google Glass on like making them cooler, or yeah. which. I mean, I could work with Google Glass. I'm making yeah. them cooler. Yeah. I mean, they, they look... They look Here are what current glasses look like. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. okay. So, Google, you know... Uh, Google, get in touch with us. Explain to us your concept about wearable technology. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Pay us yes. to endorse it right. for the next podcast. Make us... Make us... Yeah. Make us take... Make us eat our words. Yeah, exactly. So, just... That's what people should pay us to do. Pay us a lot of money... And we will gladly say how great Google Glass is right. in the next episode while we're yeah. both wearing Google Glass. Yeah, yeah, that's what we should do. Get Google Glass. It's only like 10000 yeah. bucks, right? Well, they'll provide them for free, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Once and they, then we just like look at each other yeah. during the podcast. So we now, can have everything queued up right. in the Google Glass. Now we have video. Wait, okay. Now this you is making see, sense. You can see what we're looking at right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like that, that, that app that, speaking of Kevin Rose. Yeah. The oh, whole the blogging, you get, to, the you get to see what people are typing while they're typing in. Bro, bro. This is the. Uh, 
This is the second time we talked about Kevin Rose in this episode. It's crazy. Um, Kevin Rose had this, along this same line of amazing innovations. He had this great idea for a a blogging app where you'd be typing. And using the camera on your on your computer, the whole world could see what you what you like see a picture of you whoa. while you're ta- a video of you while whoa. you're typing. Whoa, 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 whoa! Right? No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, yes, but with a twist. Okay. Okay. The the video of you typing is the background. The background. And it's blurred. It's blurry. Okay, so you can't really see the person typing. Right, you just see this, but you can. But it's you just can. Blurred. So, and it's like while you're typing, while right. you're creating the thing, people can see you. So if you've ever wondered how people hold their hands on a keyboard while they're right. typing, or if they like move their head to the side when they yeah. think, yeah, you can find that out. Or yeah. yeah, in real time, in real time, while the person's writing about it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes now I get, I get, you know, you're not gonna, like we said earlier, you're not gonna hit them all out of the park, right? But. Yeah, he's more like one for ten. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll leave it at that. I mean, but well, anyway, Kevin Rose, good guy. Uh, moving on, wearable tech. Wearable send tech. us send us some Pebble watches, some Google Glass, and uh, we'll we'll talk all about it next week. Mm-hmm. Talk about how great it is. <laughs> Much we love it. Um, so moving on to the final segment. This is this is uh, questions from the gentleman mailbag. Yes. This is arguably among the six people that listen to the show. This is yep. like the most popular mm-hmm. segment, you know? Yeah. And all six write in to us and ask us. Exactly. They, they, these they ask questions. These, these questions that are, you know, I know that. Amazing know, questions. These are these are like the questions of our time. I mean, they, these are like the really like. I lay awake at night. Yeah. I think about well, this. Well, I think we both do. Um, these, yeah. are, these are the, these kind of eternal questions that mm-hmm. that everybody has in their lives, you know? What do I do with the rest of my life? You know, things like yeah. that. Like these are anyway. Let, let's just get right into these because, you know, uh, the first one is if you could create any reality TV show, what would it be? Ooh. <laughs> if I could create any reality TV show, that's right. Any reality TV show, it would. It would probably. I think what I would do, man. I told you this earlier. I I, I totally forgot what I was gonna. I don't remember. Uh, well. Let's see, what would I do? I'd probably just get a bunch of random people together. Okay. And then put them in a house, okay? Okay. All right? This sounds like the real world, the first, the first reality TV show. I don't show. know what you're talking about. <laughs> so they're in this house, right? And they have to kind of learn to coexist. But there are cameras everywhere, so you get to see all the interactions of how they, like, you know. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I think it's really... I think it's really interesting how people... Okay, so you're just saying, like, you know... So, the thing with the real world, which was supposedly, like... I mean, as far as I understand, that's probably the first, like... Yeah, I think you it know, was. I was actually real... joking. Oh, okay. Was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was trying I to... never I... actually really watched the real world, so. I was trying to... Uh... Well, neither have I. I never watched the real world. <laughs> Truth comes out. <sighs> I think I watched one episode and was just like, I don't get it. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't know. I still hate Puck. <laughs> That's oh, that's totally gonna age me. Um, so uh, I was trying to I was trying to throw you throw you a life raft Mm-mm. there. I thought you were sinking. I no, needed no, to throw no, you no, a no, life no. raft. No, okay, no. moving on. All right. So what were you saying? Uh, I don't know. So I it probably I gosh I had I had this idea earlier and I totally I'm totally blank on it now. But basically, um, 
What would I do? What would I do? Some kind of a nebulous concept. Yeah. Oh, you know what would be good? Is if you had um, famous, uh, like, actors, musicians, or athletes. Okay. And then paired them with a professional dancer. Okay. Okay. And then each week they learn these songs, right? Mm. And they had to dance. Dancing. And then they would compete. But it's totally out of their element, except they're paired with a professional. See, that's that's just stupid, Glenn. Uh, That would never... There's no way that would ever, 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 ever work. I mean, it's got to be somewhat realistic. No, I do do actually like the concept of having, like... uh, the different kind of personality kind of yeah like kind of forcing people in other situations that they're not yeah eh. yeah I don't know what about, what about you okay. you've well, clearly got a better answer yeah, I do actually have a better <laughs> okay so this is this is going to kind of alienate some of our users uh oh I think this is go, this is going way off the beaten path for some people okay and you know whatever but I think it's obvious what kind of show I would create Glenn okay the Bill Snyder show. Oh. Where everyone... where It's all about following Bill Snyder yes, around. And yes. his interactions with everything that's going on. Okay. You know, so. Okay. So it closely parallels your actual life. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that would allow me to understand the genius at work. Yeah, and you would pass along a for lot those of... Of you, for, for those of you who don't know, Bill Snyder... Not, he doesn't make pretzels. He doesn't make... <laughs> Bill Snyder's a, a the football coach at Kansas State University. Yes. Um, huge mm-hmm. fan of theirs, and I th- I personally like really enjoy you know finding out more more stuff about him and, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's only because I usually end up on the losing side of a Bill Snyder uh, confrontation. Anyway, the guy's like seventy nine years old, and yep. he's like uh, still coaching football. Been doing it for a long time. Um, what can you tell me about his work ethic, Brian? Um. Uh, Somewhat of a hard worker. Okay. A, a little okay. bit. I don't know. Legend has it that Bill bought a particular brand of sneakers. Yes. Can you, can you feel the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Bill's a big fan of Nike Cortez. This this tells a lot about him. Um, he found one set of sneakers <laughs> that worked like 20 years ago. It was the Nike Cortez. And he immediately bought a hundred and some pairs of these shoes yeah. because he never wanted to have to go to a store again and try to find these shoes because they just worked. So, he just bought a hundred pairs of them. And then, so he knew he'd have enough for the rest of his life. And so. the real genius is, the real ge- not the real genius is yes. that they're now back in style. Oh yeah, they're back in style. Okay, right. so, so not only did he know they're that, retro, right? Oh man, yeah. It's it's uh, you know it's just another example of, of yeah. Bill Snyder exactly. So we could all learn these life lessons, people, if we just had a Bill Snyder reality TV show. You know what I would like to see? What? All right, have you ever seen? Have you ever heard of this TV show? I about flew out of my chair when I saw this commercial. I thought it was a prank. It's an actual thing. It's called Naked and Afraid. Have you heard of this? Oh, my gosh. I saw a commercial for that, too. Yeah. I thought it was fake. Yeah. No, no, no. no it's there's, real. There's, and so, uh, yeah. So, basically, if you don't know what Naked and Afraid is, they, they take two people, male and female, strip them buck naked, okay. and toss them out, you know, in Africa somewhere or in a jungle somewhere, and they have to survive. And they get to take like one thing, so like a, a pot, like to cook something in, or a, a, a <laughs> knife. For I mean, it is freaking bizarre. Uh, what if, what does this come to? I mean, so, so I think what if they had, what if they had notable coaches naked and afraid, naked and afraid. Right, there you go. So they'd have yeah. to coach naked, right? Yes. Or they'd have to, you know, like okay, yeah. maybe that's a bad concept. Uh, I'd watch it. Me too. It was really Lots weird. Lots of people watch it. 
You know, okay, <laughs> one more thing about this, and that is that we have we have shows like Naked and Afraid. I, I was at my my sister's house one time, and they were watching some one show. It was like a reality show, and it was about like parking attendants or something. What? It's, I'm serious. There's a show. It was like a reality show about like parking. Like uh, <laughs> parking ticket, or maybe it was like to- people that tow people or something. Oh yeah, I've heard of this. So yeah, I mean, every, like that's it for me. That's like that. <laughs> you can't. That's there's no more. There's no more reality shows that can't do. There's no more. Like well, it can't do anything. You can't do anything else. And everybody knows that they're scripted. Yeah, right? like they they have to script it somehow. Yeah, there's no way you can do. Like if you ever watch all the reality ones, you know. Uh, even you know, like, yeah, they're all they're all like I even watched over over the Christmas break. My brother in law got me hooked onto uh, Moonshiners, which is about I've heard of this one. Yeah, yeah, Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, like running from the law and making yep. your moonshine. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of interesting, but again, mm-hmm. totally staged. It's all yeah. staged. Yeah, so it's not reality. But have you so. watched Duck Dynasty at all? I ha- I've seen a couple yeah. episodes. Yeah. I actually like that one. Yeah, you know, I, I will admit that I like yeah, that one. Sure, you know, and that is totally scripted. But yeah, um, it's still entertaining. Entertaining. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if anybody on Gentleman likes Duck Dynasty. Probably not. I don't. Different market. <laughs> not our core demographic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to a T. No. Anyway, um, so I'm sure you've never heard of Duck Dynasty, mm-hmm. but it's a great little show. You should check it out. Okay, so the next the next question <laughs> from the Gentleman Mailbag, mm-hmm. Glenn. Um, Another another deeply mm-hmm. you know rooted uh, question that yep. that will shake you know that, shake the foundations of who you are. Mm-hmm. If you were the lead singer of a tribute band, who would you be paying homage to, and what would your band's name be? Well, this is easy. Okay. Okay. No. I probably my really didn't put much thought into this then. No, no thought at all. All right, my favorite band probably of all time. One, one of my favorite Jimmy bands. Eat World. You know, I do love Jude. <laughs> All right. But uh, they had a time and a place, and that place is gone. <clears throat> it's like Weezer. It was, you know. Yeah. Uh, the new stuff is not. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. So, U2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, been you know, they, they classic band, right? Yep. So, I was, uh, let's see. Names names could be um, U-Tubular. <laughs> um, Rattle and Hum. You know, because that's a that's yeah, a yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. Rattle him. Okay. Uh, what 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 else could be in the name of love? That okay. be in the name of love. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think yeah. YouTubeular probably my best bet. YouTubeular is good. Um, there's a lot of things you could probably do with YouTube or, or like YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> no, 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 no. YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you could just do U like the letter U two and then B E. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Is okay. that a thing? I don't know. I don't think it's a thing. No. YouTube? YouTube. YouTube. That, YouTube. That doesn't sound like... That sounds dumb. I don't, know. I don't think anybody else would. Let's buy that domain. <laughs> Y-O-U... Let me just type it in yeah. here. Y O U T U. Okay. Well, what I about would, you, Brian? <laughs> um, my, I couldn't... I was hard. It was hard yeah. for me to think of. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I ended up... Okay. First of all, it came down to three bands for me. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm I'm the lead singer yes. right of this band. Yep. So there's three different ones that I would want to do. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you about the one I settled on. But okay. I would either want to do Van Halen. Okay. Yeah. That would know, be great. Me as Diamond Dave. You know, <laughs> kicking splits, kick flips, <laughs> jumping off amps. 
You know, and then you know, you know working in an ambulances. And yeah, being a, a paramedic. Diamond Dave, man, and David Lee Roth. That's that would be awesome. You could wear the the jumpsuit with like the open chest. That's right. And like the tight pants. <laughs> the stripes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got nobody waiting at home. Oh God! Oh God! I'm running. So there's that. Brian, I would pay to see that. <laughs> I bet I you would. would. I, I bet would you would be go in the front row. <laughs> um, um, not like that. Oh. Well, come on. I wouldn't blame Family you. Show. I wouldn't blame you. Um, <laughs> Brian, what did we talk about last? Uh, okay. okay. So um, so Van Halen. Yes. Uh, Queen. Queen. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Come on, man. Uh, that would be awesome. Greatest showman you of all time. You need to start growing a mustache, though. Yeah, I would need like a... A big mustache. I'd have to like be really mm-hmm. good at piano, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yes, but you know, awesome showman again. Somebody yep. I would, yeah, <clears throat> be able and and same jumpsuits, same mm-hmm. thing. Lots of jumpsuits. Yep. But you also know, featured in a lot of like um, anthems. Yeah, you know, like in, in yeah football stadium. If I could see like Bohemian Rhapsody, like. <laughs> In front of like hundreds of people. How talented was that guy? Oh man, he had a range that was crazy. <sighs> Freddie Mercury was one talented dude. He got it done. Like, yeah, incredible, incredible singer. Every day, I tried, I tried, I tried, but everybody wants to put me down. They say I'm gone crazy. They say I got a lot of water in my brain. I got no common sense. I got nobody left to believe. Anyway, um, and the one that I settled on was like one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time. Mm -hmm. This is Led Zeppelin. Okay. So, nice. But not only would I be like, um, you know, Jimmy Page... You know, yeah. I'd be like a combination of Robert Plant and Jimmy Page because I could actually play guitar. So it'd okay. be like, oh. I wouldn't even need, I'd only need three people. It'd be like, I'd be like, you know, Robert Page, you know, up there like playing guitar. Jimmy Plant. Exactly. Jimmy Plant, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> That'd be a great name right there. Jimmy Plant. Jimmy Plant. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to say thunder. What would no. the name be? Well, the name that I came up with is Red Snapper. Interesting. It is interesting. Um, Red Snapper not only um, <laughs> Red Snapper not only this is this is this is an inside this is a little inside information for okay. people that are actually like in the know on Led Zeppelin. Mm. Um, mm. Red Snapper not only kind of it mirrors kind of Led Zeppelin a yeah. little bit. Red Snapper. So there's that. Okay. Okay. There's that part of it. But I actually, you know, Led Red. Zeppelin, Zeppelin okay. Snapper. It's okay. a little bit, but Zepp, Zeppelin Snapper. I don't know. Okay. There's a little yeah. bit. Of, you know, there's a little bit of a nameplay there. Okay. So there's that. But then also, like when I was in high school, I read this like Led Zeppelin like tell-all book. Okay. Um, and I think it was from like their tour manager or something that he like 
this is like all these stories from like being on the road with Led Zeppelin. And there's one of them. <laughs> there's one of them that involves that involves. There's a story in that book that involves a red snapper. And I'm not going to go into the story because, uh, you know, it's, due to graphic nature of stories. Well, it's not not safe for podcast. It's NSFP. NSFP. Um, but <laughs> if, if, listen. if you've read the same book that I read 15 years ago, um, you know, it's, uh, it's huh. there's, there's not, not only is it a play on the name of the Led Zeppelin band, but they also know a story that is related to that. See, now I'm going to Google it. So, oh, I forgot. People could just Google this. Oops. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't look that up, please. Don't Google that. Do not Google that. I wish that I didn't know. <laughs> you can't. So there's some you things you like, can't unknow. That's true. Okay. So Red Snapper, my Led Zeppelin cover band. When you see us, come to your city. Um, <laughs> come to our show. We're looking forward to seeing you there. Yes, that'd be good. Um, okay. Finally, final question. Mm-hmm. Um, what prop from a movie do you most wi- most <laughs> most wish existed, Glenn? Ooh. Hmm. Let's see here. <sighs> Let me go first on this one. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so this is mine. Okay. Bill and Ted's time machine. Oh, yeah. I mean, for real. Yeah. If you could hop in a time machine and we could go back and, um, you know, you know, talk to whoever. That would be good. Me and you, we could hop into the, into the phone booth. Excellent. Yeah. Excuse me. You know where there are any personages of historical significance around here? How's it going, royal ugly dudes? Put them in the iron meat. Excellent! Execute them. Bogus. Keanu Reeves. Rufus. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah Rufus isn't alive anymore. What? Uh, what? Yeah, um... Uh... What's his name? Died. George Carlin. Yes, yes. Oh, he passed. Yeah, you're right. He passed away. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, yeah, I, I, slipped my I know mind. the toast for next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Whoops. Okay, sorry. I'm not trying to be morbid here. Uh, he's alive, but he's still but alive in, in the, my heart. Right, and in the movie, you yeah. just, you're, you're you're playing in the movie. Anyway. Sorry, I didn't mean to put a damper no, 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 on your, no. your image. Anyway, we could jump in. The, we could we could jump yeah. in. And we could go see Beethoven. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's my that's Amadeus. my yeah yeah exactly we, uh, you know being able to jump in a in a, in a phone booth time machine Come wow on. that would great. be great you know strange mm. things are afoot at the Circle K you know yeah so well I think I think for me um, it'd have to be probably the jetpack from the Rocketeer oh right you're a huge Rocketeer oh, fan. oh man and now yeah. I I may catch some flack for this I know I'm going to catch flack for this. Let's just not for me. Well, Brian, have you seen the Rocketeer? Yeah, you made me watch it once. I did. Yes. Yeah. And you loved it, didn't you? Uh, he loved it, folks. Uh, um, Jennifer Conley before she was, you know, big. Um, yeah. <laughs> you never watched this. I have. I have. I've watched not it. Watched I did. It. You made me watch it one time. I Are you did. being yeah, serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. Yeah. All right, well, it's yeah. a cult classic, and yeah. the cult namely consists of me. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a cult. First, first grade yeah. Glenn yeah. Uh, watching The Rocketeer. No, right. it's just a movie that I grew up with. Um, so but, the jetpack. Yeah. Right, the jetpack, he flies around. Cliff Secord, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, it has a great cast. I mean, uh, what's his name from... Uh, the Thing with the guy. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, 
I don't know who is in the Rocketeer. Paisan! Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, yeah, from... From Sun Man and Axe Murder. Classic. He's also... Another, a, another character actor. Well, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would definitely take that rocket pack. That would be awesome. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Yes, that's it. Yes. Um, to be able to fly around and just, you know. Yeah. Now, obviously, I... Well, I don't know, obviously. I have a suspicion that when they filmed that, that jetpack didn't actually work. This is kind of like the hoverboard, right? <laughs> the hoverboard. Yeah, yeah the hoover. Yeah. 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 Uh, so everybody knows that the hoverboard actually did exist. Does right. exist. Right, right. Is existing. Mm-hmm. Much like the rocket jetpack. Yep. But they won't release it because of safety reasons. That's right. Well, there definitely would be some safety reasons with the with the uh, like lighting the your pants on fire. <laughs> I think I would be more worried about crashing headfirst into a building, well, or the ground, or I don't you know. know. Flying around on fire seems kind of a bad. <laughs> Which is essentially, yeah, you're a rock. You're like a a, a fireball. Yeah, you're like an asteroid. Yeah, with yeah. rocket fuel. Bunch of rocket fuel on your back. Yeah, combustible rocket fuel well, tied to your back. You can't strapped to your back. You know, some risk has to be. <sighs> yeah, I wonder is, is so. Is the Rocketeers like is that like a classic comic or something like that? Is that where that comes from? I have no idea. I think it was a Disney movie. I think it was just like a Disney concept. <sighs> I don't know. Oh wait, wait, wait. okay. So uh, based on the character of the same name created by comic book writer artist. Um, Dave Stevens. So it must have been, must have been a. Oh man, look at that! Oh, it's majestic. The uh, looking at the poster from the original Rocketeer movie right now. It's just a a guy soaring through the air. The Bond uh, guy, Timothy Dalton. Yeah, Timothy Dalton's in it. Okay, star-studded cast. Yeah, just I mean they brought all the stops out for this one, man. Uh, Set in 1938, Los Angeles. Man. Okay. Well, um. Okay, Rocketeer. If you've never seen it, um, Glenn would want you to see it. Yep. He so would, would Brian. He would, in, he would insist that you see it. <laughs> wow, I love how you put the emphasis on insist. <laughs> I don't think I insisted. And then he, well, I don't know about that. I, I didn't take no for an answer. You did not, hey, there's nothing, yeah, you, you did not take no for an answer. I, I think, yeah, I didn't know you very well, I think, at the time. <clears throat> yeah, and I almost gave up on our friendship at that time. <laughs> Gentlemen almost never happened. Right. But, you wow. know, it's like we, we talked about earlier. You can't, you can't. That's right. You can't hit him out of the park every time. No, well, we're not talking about the Rocketeer, though. No. I mean, that no. was out of the park. It's all, um, it's all relative. Oh, okay. Well, okay. All right. We'll have to agree to disagree on this. I guess so. Um, so any Rocketeer fans out there, um, get in touch with Glenn. He's, he has the, the fan society, Glenn. Man, I don't think it's a big society. Glenn's, well, I know. It consists of you and Britt. <laughs> no, it's just me. Oh, it's just you. I thought Britt loved it, too. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think he probably humored me. Yeah. He's kind of like a nice guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. Same with my wife. Yeah. 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 Okay. Have well, you seen the movie the... Pootie Tang? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I've seen it. I don't know. Really? It's, no. it's really bad. It's Chris Rock. Um... Uh-huh. Is based loosely off a sketch of some kind that he did for something. Anyway, okay. The guy has a magical belt that he whips people with. <laughs> serious? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> oh wow, it sounds vaguely familiar. But... <laughs> Brian, I know what we're watching next. Okay, well, we'll... 
We'll talk about that on the next podcast then. The business relationship over. Yeah. Um, Glenn and I have ceased to be business partners at this point. Um, another news. Another news. If anybody needs a technical co founder. And now um, it's just going to be the Brian McKinney podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be very entertaining. Um, okay, so if you're still listening, uh, we're amazed. <laughs> um, I'm dumbfounded by that. Has the hour come and gone so quickly? Uh, it has. It has. Okay. Um, unfortunately, this is this is my favorite time of the week. Get to get to talk to the four people out there that are listening right. to us. That love us. Maybe most. like two people are listening still. I don't know, man. Okay, yeah. Anyway, if you're still if you can if you can still hear us, send us an email. Let us know that you're still listening. <laughs> and, you know, it might make us feel better. We're grasping at anything here. Yeah, exactly. It might make us. Feel we'll take better. we'll take anything. Yeah, we'll take any kind Hit of. Hit us compliment. up on Plurk. Plurk. <laughs> Yeah, wave of the future. Yeah, look look for us on that Kevin Rose Snapchat like, us. Yeah, those, yeah, that Kevin Rose. Um, when we're blogging, we're we'll, you can like see our <laughs> picture. Yeah, in the background yeah. while we're we're posting this. Um, <laughs> How great would it be to have like something on loop where you're like bow hunting or something? <laughs> it's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> wow. The- Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> real time. What Glenn's up to? Real time. He's not actually writing. There with He's an dictating and yeah, 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 chopping yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we need one of those go-to cameras. And then we'll set that up. And then we'll always have that as the background of our blog. So you know exactly what we're doing at all times. Okay. So on that note. Wow. On that note. This has been the Gentleman Podcast. Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, Check out Gentleman.com if you get a chance. Uh, Glenn Stansberry. Brian McKinney. Yes. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. See you guys later.